Hey guys, I want to welcome you to the weekly Wednesday for the Financial Freedom Newsletter, where every week, every Wednesday, we delve into something inspirational, motivational, something excerpt taken from the Financial Freedom Weekly Newsletter. Wherever you are, if you're listening on Spotify, on iTunes, Google, be sure to click the like, subscribe, share, comment. Without ado, let's get into the show. Hey guys, welcome to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu, and I'm really excited about today's guest today. It's going to be all about AI, augmented copy, and marketing. Like I said, it's going to be talking about ChatGPT, really interesting. I've used it myself. And so uh, welcome, Steve, to the show. Welcome. Thanks, Chris. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, you have an uh, interesting bio and background. So tell the audience about yourself and how you got started, and we'll go from there. Uh, yeah, well, you can probably tell from the accent. I'm, I'm, I'm from England originally. I moved to Canada kicking and screaming. I didn't really want to. My wife fell, she's Canadian. She fell seriously ill. Turns out she had MS. So it was a kind of a forced migration. I found, and my background is I'm a, a programmer and developer. I worked for the Fortune 500 company for nearly 20 years. And I found myself in a different country, not really wanting to code all night, drinking Pepsi with a bad back and a slightly worsening eye prescription over time. And then I realized I was I had also had an interest in marketing, what makes people tick, persuading them, solving problems. And so I kind of fell into marketing, but I find that my programming background kind of helps me. So I, I'm at the intersection now of um, marketing and technology, which is very much on point with things like ChatGPT and AI. And that's what I do. I consult and help businesses with AI adoption, uh, with copywriting, with marketing and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I love this uh, idea. And so talk to the audience, you know, especially with copy marketing, it's all about words and how you do it. And you talk about this idea of, um, so this big thing in ChatGPT, you know, for the audience, you can explain, but, uh, you know, prompts and then why people are using ChatGPT all wrong. Yes. Well, uh, ChatGPT, as you know, from November 22, just kind of burst onto the scene. But it was the culmination of years of research on historically computers have been, uh, we tell it exactly what to do, and then it goes off and, and does it. And so if you, for example, were trying in 1995 to get Excel to do something that it couldn't do, you'd have to wait until next year and see if that feature was added to Excel or whatever. So we were constantly prescribing or telling the computer, this is what you have to do. However, we realized for the, the bigger problems, if we want to solve the big problems, we want to cure cancer or climate change or any of the things that computers traditionally find difficult, we're going to have to find a different way for computers to, to learn. And obviously, the, the most powerful or most efficient computer, hypercomputing, is the human brain. So research was made into, can we get a computer to teach itself? Can we get a computer to summarize, infer, extract and translate information in the way that humans do and so the problem that 
they realize very quickly is that humans, we are okay. We're having a conversation now. So we do it with processing audio. We can read a book. We can read text. We can watch a video. We can process video. Computers can do none of that. They are basically calculators. What they are very good at is numbers. So somebody had the brainwave of why not take all of these sti all this stimuli, all these inputs, whether it's text, whether it's video, whether it's audio, and convert all of that into numbers, which is what computers love. And then the chat GPT, what it can now do is it finds the, the if all the words and, and, and partial words, which, which it calls tokens, it took the, the whole internet and then converted it to numbers. And now it can, or, it now does what it does best, crunch numbers, and it can see the relationships between numbers and then translates that back out. So now it appears that it understands you and it can write and talk about anything in an intelligent way. And so that was the big uh, game changer is AI, a computer learning over time, but being able to understand the world around it. And so that's why we have self-driving cars. That's why we have... Um, smart cities and all these things are now possible because of AI. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And, um, you know, what we're seeing is really the, you know, in beginning of, you know, kind of paradigm shift, uh, there's this new thing called the prompt engineering where it's like learning how to ask the right questions and write for the uh, GPT to give you the right answer and to optimize. But you talk about why prompts don't matter and what to do instead. Yeah, everybody is fixated on prompts. And prompts are where you give an instruction to the AI to give some kind of output in return. Um, however, my feeling is, is that we have been conditioned to use computers and to use the internet in the last nearly 30 years in the Google type of short phrases, short sentences, put it in the search box, get some results, hunt through those results, click on a few links, try to find um, if the thing was relevant, we have to find the relevant answer. Uh, but what people are doing is they're treating ChatGPT like Google, like a search engine by putting in these one sentence short prompts like write me, write me a letter to my boss asking for a pay rise or, or write a a funny email about finding financial freedom for physicians or entrepreneurs. Um, however, the computer, the AI needs contact. It needs to know what your business is, what's your tone of voice. And because it's looking for patterns, you need to give it some examples of what considers what is what is a good output, what is success for this task. And so the one the one sentence simple prompt, which most people do without training, gets very generic, kind of um, boring, anodyne results. So people quickly say, this AI is useless. It doesn't know me. No one's going to read that. It's boring. However, if you give it context, if you give it good examples, if you enable it to understand what you're doing, then it can mimic your voice. It can hit all of your goals. And so it's less about the prompts, but more about um, being your thought process, your creativity. And so I've, uh, when I train uh, people in my workshops, I focus not just on prompts, which you can copy and paste from anywhere, but how do you think about your business? Uh, um, can understand a problem to know all of the relevant facts and then to give that in a, in a format to the way that the AI then becomes like a co-pilot for you. 
So that's um, why prompts are important, but they're only as good as the creative process and thought process that goes behind it to give the AI the right input. Yeah, I love that idea. Now, um, now with AI, we can uh, basically we can have the idea, and then the AI basically does the groundwork and and it reminds me of kind of like how machines took over physical labor and now ai is taking over mental mental labor so we can focus more on uh creative and higher order tasks which is quite quite interesting you know um you know basically uh you come up with the idea and then the ai writes the article or you know the marketing piece you know some examples like that you've seen with chat gpt with especially like copywriting, uh, persuasion, tech, uh, marketing, uh, give some examples to help the audience here and illustrate it for the audience. Well, um, the, the most recent uh, training that I did, I called it Live and Let AI. By the way, my, uh, my business name is Licensed to Quill. Um, <laughs> it was to in, imply that I'm elite and British like James Bond, but I'll be honest, that's where the com comparisons kind of quickly end. But in my last Live and Let AI um, <laughs> workshop, it was all about positioning, how client acquisition, especially big whale clients, finding a unique selling proposition, uh, having the right tagline, say for LinkedIn or social media, being able to write uh, compelling social posts or emails, or even a LinkedIn summary, uh, should be a lot easier now. We have, like you say, a lot of this uh, mental labor taken away from us from AI if we give it the right input. So in my last training, I was teaching people at ChatGPT, you can position yourself as a problem solver because there is a there is a level at which highly motivated, highly successful businesses and entrepreneurs, they value their time more than money. They will throw money at a pressing, painful, urgent problem if they believe that you understand it and that you can solve it quickly. So how to position yourself as a problem solver is a simple prompt in ChatGPT. You can, you can take a niche, whether it is biopharma or whether it's um, self-driving cars or whether it's financial or whatever. And then you can ask it, give me 20 pressing problems, daily problems that people face. Uh, or you can even give like a vice president of sales or chief marketing officer. And then it will give you 20 problems. And then what I like to do is to use ChatGPT uh, to, help, to help it reason rather than just give out output. So I would say, get, of those problems, tell me what, the, what, the, what those people, whatever that avatar is, whether it's a chief marketing officer or whether it is the, uh, the controller or CEO, what they believe, commonly believe the root cause of that problem is. But then also show me in actuality what the real root cause is and show me and I like to get it to output as a table. And so automatically you're showing the gap in understanding why many businesses still struggle with these problems because they don't understand the real root cause. And then I say, well, I'll take that real root cause and then give me some language in the form of some taglines or some headlines that show how we can move people away from pain, away from this problem. But don't say anything about moving towards a solution because to grab somebody's attention in copywriting theory, it's, we're more, we are more motivated by moving away from pain than towards a solution. For example, if I told you, oh, I can help you make $100,000, it's kind of like, yeah, well, I kind of hear that kind of claim all the time on the internet. But if I can show you specifically how you've already lost $100,000 this year, then 
now I've, and I show you how, now I've, you've got my attention. I've got your attention, haven't I? So we move people away from pain. ChatGPT is very good at producing those, those kind of, that kind of language. And then it's, uh, if you're trying to uh, avoid baggage or vocabulary that kind of gets people on edge, like, like sales calls or discovery calls, you can ask ChatGPT to give you visual descriptive language to des describe your business, describe your tagline, what you do, but also call it like diagnostic call, for example, or um, goal seeking call or something else. And then you can even get it to write LinkedIn bio for you. And then you can find um, those people who have this problem attending LinkedIn events. So I teach uh, using ChatGPT to give you the language, but also to reason to diagnose problems. And then by that, you can very easily position yourself as a problem solver who can solve high ticket problems for people who are motivated and have a lot of money. This is now ridiculously easy. You don't need to be a management consultant. You don't need to have gone to university and understood mental models and how to think. As Like you say, this mental labor has all been taken away from us. So from the marketing point of view, it, sh it should, if we're using it properly, it should raise our marketing game by you know, several orders. Yeah, it's quite, yeah, I mean, it's so amazing. And um, so what's going to happen to um, uh, marketers, copywriters, um, editors in this age of AI? That's a, that's a very good question. I think the co content writers across the board are losing their job. You know, if you're just writing straight content, they're losing their jobs uh, wholesale because mm -hmm. business owners do not see the need why they should be paying $2,000, $3,000, $5,000 a month to somebody who produces insipid content that doesn't actually convert when I can get that from ChatGPT for free. Um, so they're gone. ChatGPT doesn't replace jobs. It does tasks very, very well. And if your job is just a task that can be re replicated just through text or through video coming soon or for audio, then that's gone. If you're a copywriter, if you're not a very good copywriter, then yeah, your job is either gone or it's under threat. What I would suggest to people is to, is to continue to sharpen the axe and get good at whatever it is that you do. And then add another skill that makes you invaluable to a business. So if you're a copywriter, don't just be a copywriter, be a, a, a business strategist as well. Uh, help people make good decisions. Teach them um, uh, do copywriting and ads or conversion rate optimization. There's one offer that I teach is you go into a business and then you say, this website, this funnel that you're using, how much money does it make? And then you can say, well, I will improve the conversion rate. You don't pay me if it doesn't work. But if you do, then you can give me $1,000 for every percent it goes up. And um, most businesses that are paying for ads, they will snap your hand off for that. So it's about evolving from just being, I just do this task to doing that kind of uh, multidisciplinary thinking that AI currently doesn't do. Um, and that's a, that's a small shift, um, but it's one that's going to keep us relevant as AI gets better and better. Yeah. I love this. Um, it's really interesting because, you know, using AI and using chat GPT, um, you know, for example, big um, productions like a podcast or YouTube video now are you can do it as fast as a social media post and social media posts are almost kind of like a small text um, and it's amazing just kind of it's shifted the time the speed efficiency of just 
putting content out there almost like 10x with with everything moving so fast you know like you know once chat gpt came on like back in november it was just kind of but now it's you, you're seeing it doing incredible things and um so what uh you know when everything is moving so fast how can people get the best out of ai you know one you know almost like a day is almost a month in in ai so how can people prepare themselves yes well the, the i think there is uh in my conversations i've been having with many large businesses is that uh they there's a sense of paralysis like where do we start there are some some industry sectors that have already have they have a position when it comes to compliance compliance and legality is very very important but we do need to make a start somewhere and i would say start simple maybe just one task and you're not looking to replace people at this stage you're looking to augment what they're able to do so they're able to do more they're able to do better maybe that opens up, up other opportunities but to start simple and everything has to be still this has been the age-old problem with technology it has to be aligned around solving business problems and not the adoption of technology for technology's sake because there are ai startups coming out every day like you say and they all said oh wow that's amazing but rather than thinking about how am i supposed to integrate that that's not the starting point the starting point should not be in this new technology what should we do with it it should be the plans of the business the the problems that you're so trying to solve right now there is plenty of tools i'm sure they'll get better and better and better but right now they would make a significant impact when it comes to either solving a problem, mitigating it, or even sidestepping it. Um, so start from a business problem-solving um, base first, and then see how that opens up other opportunities. But we kind of have to start somewhere, because like I say, if you have your competitor who has decided to at least start with something, they're already at a significant um, competitive advantage to you if you decide, well, I'm just going to wait and wait and wait. At some point, we have to kind of kind of get our feet wet as it were it's um it's like i said it's um a lot of people are saying it's bigger than the internet uh you know i thought blockchain was gonna be big as well um that's got a lot of regulatory issues um but you know ai compounded with blockchain is gonna quantum computing um you know it's, everything is it's like a fast moving train you're just seeing it in slow motion how can people contact you follow you uh check you out and reach out to you um, well, they can follow me. Uh, I'd always say the name's Raju, Steve Raju, Licensed to Quill. Licensed to Quill.co. That's my website. And a little gift for, for your listeners, uh, Chris, if they go to license slash prompt, uh, if you're not an expert on prompt engineering, some of the things we've talked about, there's uh, something that was dropped in the open AI Discord. It's like gigantic prompt that you can just paste into a GPT-4 chat and it will turn it's a prompt that writes perfect prompts so that's licensed to quill.co slash prompt and you can go from zero to prompt engineering ninja in <laughs> seconds yeah amazing um uh, yeah for all the audience out there um really uh let's thank steve for coming onto the show um like i said ai is one of those really powerful it's so powerful almost like social media you know, very powerful tool um, that you can use. All of his resources will be in the links and show notes. And uh, be sure to check out the free gift as well, licensed to quill.co forward slash prompt. Uh, check that out as well. And uh, with that, thanks so much for coming onto the podcast. Thank you very much, Chris. It's been a pleasure. 
hope you really enjoyed that wonderful, inspirational, motivational piece. Again, if you, wherever you are listening, if you liked it, be sure to like, comment, share, subscribe. We're on everywhere, Spotify, iTunes, Google, Amazon, Audible. And without much ado, be sure to thank this show's sponsors, and we'll see you next week. Thank you.